Greetings, Earthlings. Welcome to Cantina Chatter Podcast. We're kicking the show back off after uh, some time on hiatus. Uh, you can blame the Vintage Collection Podcast for that one. Um, but it's great to be back. Great to see everybody. And uh, super stoked because I have my awesome, awesome friends who are always a joy to talk to. Uh, we got Grumpy Tom, uh, Tom Charlton with us. Hello. And we got, uh, <laughs> we got Dave, Jurassic Dave 93 with us. Dave. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? It's great to be doing this again. Been a long time. Yeah, sure does feel like it. <laughs> yeah, this thing still works. This thing still works, it looks like. So, awesome. Uh, we got a brand new episode just in time for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, just in time for Star Wars Celebration, which is coming up this weekend. Uh, I'm excited for both of them. I don't know which one I'm excited for more. Probably Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> um, but, um, just because, you know, celebrations aren't all, they're chalked up to be in terms of like glamour and, you know, they can be a, they can be a chore as well. Um, but yeah, it's all about the fun, right? I mean, it's Star Wars and, oh, yeah. you know, you, you can't go wrong when you're intermingling with thousands of other like-minded Star Wars aficionados. So I'm really looking forward to both. I'm not going to celebration. I'm so I'm, but I'm excited for Obi-Wan. That was, uh, since the acquisition of um, Lucasfilm by Disney, that was the one thing I wanted, was Ellen McGregor to get one more shot as the role of Obi-Wan Kenobi with like a hopefully really good script, hopefully really good direction, because he's, I think everyone can agree, he's the highlight of the prequels. Um, and, you know, say what you will about them, I think we can all agree that certain aspects of them could have been done better. Um, so I'm hoping that this fills that that uh that hole for me yeah and i'm also excited that hayden christensen's coming back because he, he he finally gets his he gets to run around in the costume for once i know i'm, yeah. I'm excited that they're both back this, this yeah it's gonna be cool it's it's amazing how far we've come i mean i still remember sitting in the theater for force awakens and people talking about how happy they were that the prequels were gone and we're getting something new are i never would have thought people would be so excited for hating christian uh, coming back yep just over the last three four years it's really done a 180 it's great yeah totally and i think there's lots of factors that play for that i think you know time has been um kind to the prequels i think you know for better for worse the the, the more recent star wars films have kind of shifted some perspectives with regards to the prequels you know lots of stuff and you know they say uh you know time heals all things so i guess if you were not the biggest fan of the prequels you know maybe there's things about them that you're nostalgic for now or you you appreciate about them now and you know we also have all the other other content like the clone wars and rebels that have helped to flesh out these characters some more over you know between now and when these films were in theaters you know 20 years ago um so lots of factors and i i definitely think that um it's it's gonna be a time. I'm excited to have these actors back. I'm glad that they're gonna have another shot um, with a different director, with different writers, with all the different ingredients this time around. And I think you know it's gonna be really interesting to see. Yeah, one of the things about the prequels, re real quick, and I'm certain I've said this before, is you know I think there's we we can we can take issue with the characterization of how, how the, the characters were, how they were written, the, the dialogue, and certain ways how events take place. But one of the big complaints about the prequels way back was like, oh, the Nemoidians, they don't, they talk in that funny pigeon English. That's not Star Wars. Everything is so pretty and clean and shiny. That's not Star Wars. You know, battle droids, blah, blah, blah. That's not Star Wars. And 20 years later, like, all of that stuff now is like, no, that is Star Wars. Like, we're all used to that now, so... I love watching those movies for all those things, and lots of those things I complained and moaned about. Like, I was one of those people who's like, boo, I don't like Jar Jar. And now I'm like, wow, I wish I'd shut my mouth and everyone else had because he should have been in the next two movies. Toned down a little bit, but you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's one of the things about the, the time healing on the, the prequels. It's like, Star Wars is no longer just Darth Vader's mask and the Millennium Falcon. Like... Darth Vader was the face of Star Wars. It wasn't Luke Skywalker. It wasn't, you know, sort of Han Solo. But it was really Darth Vader. Like, that was the thing. So you make these prequels and you don't see that. Instead, you see these other things. It's like, what? 
and now right. it's you know now we've adjusted. Anyway, totally. we're gonna see Darth Vader next this week. I know, isn't that crazy? We're gonna see Darth Vader this week. Um, uh-huh. You know, I was reading an article with Hayden yesterday, and um, he said I think one of the things about the prequels was you know their manner of speaking, you know, like Milady and all the weird different things that they would say. Um, he said that that was a deliberate thing um, that Lucas was cognizant of the vernacular, I guess, being you know not what people really sound like in real life and yep. uh, kind of being and you know i mean you think back to the ot and you know i i wasn't around when the ot came out so i mean i can't really speak to that but i feel like the sequels more recently really like tried to be a little more earthy uh in terms of like how they spoke and communicated like i remember the one that always stands out to me is like poe dameron saying that big ass door you know yeah. how are they going to get through it like that yeah. like when i heard that i was like eee. like that just was a little too a little too grounded Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think grounding is important, but I, you know, I, I did when I, I read that article yesterday, I kind of like thought, okay, well, that makes sense. You know, this isn't earth. They shouldn't sound exactly like we do. Um, so I kind of, you know, that's another thing like now compared to back then, I do appreciate a little bit more, even if the dialogue sometimes is weird. Um, I do understand some of those choices were deliberate and, um, I get that. Yeah. I, I don't agree with those choices because I think the deliberate stilted dialogue didn't lend itself well to the stories being told, but I, I, it definitely was a choice, and at least it was a choice made by one director with one vision, rather than mm-hmm. a committee of shareholders and stockholders, sure. and, you know, whatever. Yeah, Absolutely. I certainly one of the things about the Star Wars prequels, especially the Phantom Menace, is that it's a pure artistic interpretation of what this guy had in his head. Like that's it. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. No one else yeah. coming in to say no. Yeah. He, he, he took the backlash and he adjusted Attack of the Clones and then Revenge of the Sith was, you know, but Phantom Menace was pure, that's George Lucas's idea. Like it or love it. Like it or Better leave it. Better for worse. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, so uh, in this episode, uh, we'll be talking about expectations for Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+, Plus, uh, things that we think we'll see, things that we don't necessarily want to see, and then we'll talk a little bit about, because um, it is, you know, VC, it is Cantina Chatter, so we'll be talking a little bit about toys and, you know, any expectations we may have for Celebration. And um, we'll see. I'll be at Celebration on Saturday, so I'm really looking forward to seeing, you know, if there's anything new on display, if they announce anything and what that's going to look like. Trying to arrange an interview with with Hasbro, kind of working that out right now. So if that pans out, you know, I'll be talking to them on um, Saturday. I do want to mention as well, uh, that there is uh, the awesome Dano from the Dano channel has gone to uh, through great lengths to organize a meetup. Uh, and this will be taking place outside of the Anaheim Convention Centers at uh, 2 o'clock on Saturday. Um, Dan O, myself, and a bunch of other awesome content creators will be there uh, interacting and meeting our um, subscribers, viewers, listeners, followers, all that. So uh, if you happen to be there, come and say hi. Uh, we'll be there uh, for about a half hour or so, and uh, it's going to be a great time. It's going to—I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. All right, guys. So Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, I think out of all the Disney series that you know we knew were coming, this has been the one that I personally have been waiting for. You know, like like we're talking about like as a kid, um, I enjoyed. I had already seen the original trilogy, and that to me was like the purest form of Star Wars. Um, the prequels, I, I enjoyed them. I think I was young enough to like them and have fun with them and be entertained by them. But even then, I think I was old enough to, to, you know, I had a discerning eye to see, you know, what things I didn't, I didn't necessarily love about, uh, certain films. Um, I think because I have that nostalgia, because I did, you know, kind of grow up with these prequels that I'm extremely excited to see Ewan McGregor, to see Hayden Christensen, to see, you know, how that crosses more into the original trilogy um, territory. And um, my excitement is is really up there right now. Like, I know there's a lot of other movies and stuff coming out, right? But, like, right now for me, my attention is all on, on this weekend, all on, you know, this Obi-Wan series. Um, my general excitement is, is through the roof. So before we go into, you know, the lists kind of want to touch on a little bit on uh, how we're feeling about, um, uh, you know, what we're really, really looking forward to in terms of excitement levels. Um, Dave? 
Um, yeah, this year for me personally, it's just a little weird. I, I don't know. I'm walking around with my head in the clouds and something. I'm so busy. I can't believe that it's here already. I still feel like this year just started and it's, we're talking days now at the point of this recording, we're going to get to see this. Um, and there's a lot of expectations, I think, going into it because probably we know the most about the story uh, of this one, you know, for any of the other Disney Plus series come so far. There was a little bit of a mystery as to what we were going to be talking about, but we know what happened before and what happened after. And this is just filling in the gaps uh, with probably, you know, a lot of people's favorite part of the prequels, you know, one of the, the better actors in the in the whole series. So, yeah, I'm excited, and I, I can't believe we're here. It's unreal that we're talking about it. <laughs> totally. Tom? So when they announced that uh, Darth Vader and uh, Obi-Wan were going to have another duel, that I was one of those people that was really cranky about that. Um, and in the time since that, I've, I've accepted, you know, in the same way that I accepted solo is the movie it was like all right if you're gonna if you're gonna do this can you do it well and can i have fun with it rather than me being stuck in my my little no it was just this thing you know <laughs> go ahead entertain me and if, if they do that i'm i'm gonna be really 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 jazzed um i'm really excited that hayden's back as darth vader um i you know i've seen the, the promo stuff with the two of them together and they have more chemistry now than they had on screen 20 years ago it's um mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to those two acting together. Like that's, yeah. I'm really excited to see that. That's just going to be a lot of fun. For well sure, yeah. definitely. So let's talk about um, things we want to see, things we expect to see, and um, things we hope we don't necessarily see. So we have some lists that we've put together, um, and we'll just kind of touch on the various things that we came up with. So Tom, I see you're first on the list. So tell us a little bit about your expectations for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, all right. I, I got to jump back and forth a little bit here. Um, so one of the things I've complained about with the other live-action uh, uh, Star Wars TV offerings is a general lack of character drama um, because there tends to be one character that runs around and does stuff. There's no interactions with other characters that allow for like building story arcs, right? And here we know we've got Obi-Wan, we've got Owen Lars, we've got Baru Lars, and hopefully some new characters that get introduced that are like regular characters and they don't just show up like, you know, remember how Jennifer Beals showed up in like two episodes of Boba Fett? And she just sort of shows up and she's like, was it Jennifer Beals or Jennifer Grey? Jennifer Beals. Jennifer Beals, right. Yeah. And she just kind of shows up and like introduces like, this is so-and-so, and then, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping in this one we get some real well thought out characters. I'm especially excited about that for um, Reva, the new villain character. Um, I'm hoping she gets a lot to do, and I hope she's got some depth. Um, it isn't just I kill. Um, uh, let's talk about Tatooine. This is the one story that I'm perfectly content with being on Tatooine, because it's the one that should be on Tatooine. There's no reason we need to send the Mandalorian back to uh, Tatooine, and there's no reason why Boba Fett needed to decide he was just going to hang out on Tatooine, right? Obi-Wan belongs on Tatooine, mm-hmm. so this one this one gets the Tatooine pass. Um, yeah, so those are the things I'm, uh, I'm looking for. I want a lot of character drama, not just action. Yeah, good. Right on. Uh, Dave? Um, let's see, uh, things that I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, a lot of obvious ones. I'm looking forward to the, uh, adventure just to see what's going on. Um, because, you know, as we're going to find out, it's not just Ben Kenobi sitting in the desert for 19 years. Uh, he had stuff to do. So I'm excited no matter what that is, I'm excited to see what they're going to tell us about it. Um, I definitely want to see, again, these are obvious ones, uh, Clone Wars flashbacks, uh, maybe not necessarily with Ahsoka, though I'm sure it's probably going to be there. Uh, but I want to see Hayden de-age something, and I want to see them in their Clone Wars outfits um, doing something, even if it's just for a few seconds. Even if there's no dialogue, I guess. It's just I just want to see that so bad. Um, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. 
Um, I do. Uh, I, I would like to see Clone Wars flashbacks. Um, I don't think we necessarily need them, um, but I think they would be a lot of fun because, you know, the Clone Wars, everybody has, you know, we, we've experienced it in animation. And I just think it'd be, you know, very fan servicey, of course, but I think it would be a lot of fun. To potentially see, um, you know, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and maybe even Ahsoka there. Will they be de-aged? Possibly. Um, I mean, I, I think for their ages, you know, Hayden and Ewan look fabulous. But they don't quite look, you know, Revenge of the Sith necessarily. Um, so I think if we did see them, they would be a little bit de-aged. Um, and I think that'd be fine. Um, but yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun to see some scenario where they're just out there, you know, having a good time, you know, beating up super battle droids or, you know, whatever it is. Just, you know, saying wacky to kind of tie into the Clone Wars, but also, you know, be a kind of a nice nod. Since, you know, we, we like, as I mentioned earlier, brand new director, writers, you know, everything is, all the ingredients are, are yeah, some of the same ingredients, but the recipe is different. So I kind of want to see what the prequels could potentially look like by seeing a little bit of Clone Wars and just putting a different spin on it. Um, I think real other quick. things... Yeah. Re real quick. Remember that when we went into the prequels, what we wanted to see in the prequels was Obi-Wan and Anakin's relationship. And odd as it seems, that was a thing that was kind of ignored in the prequels. They don't spend any time together in Episode 1. In Episode 2, they're at the beginning for the first, like, 15 minutes... And then they come together for the, the big fight with the robots at the end. Or they don't... It's mostly just special effects at that point. Same within the third one. They're together for the first 20 minutes. And then that's it. And then you're supposed to believe that they had this big friendship. So that's one of the reasons why, A, the Clone Wars was great and fun to watch. But I think one of the reasons why that sort of fan service -y stuff would be appropriate. Because it's like, ah, yeah, here is, here is some of that that we wanted to see with these actors. Hmm. Might yeah, that's that, no, that's a really good point. Uh, I think not until we got to Revenge of the Sith did we see a little bit more of that relationship. But um, it was it was mostly just cordial, like for a little bit, and then it was like like oh, go spy on the Chancellor, and you know, then it just kind of went downhill from there. Mm -hmm. So like seeing like the brotherhood and seeing like the 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 more familial type relationship, I think would be great. And if we even get just a little glimpse of that, I think that would go a long way. Yeah, I'm I'm so happy that we're getting this as a television series that I guess we're getting a six hour movie, you know, five hour movie, whatever it might be, um, because could you imagine them trying to squeeze all this into a, a two hour movie? It just not it wouldn't happen. It would have been a different sort of movie. I don't know if that would have been better, but I'm I'm if, if I come out of this excited and happy, then, you know, yeah, you know, looking at Solo, Solo was the sort of thing that probably could have been a six hour six hour movie um god i loved that movie the cast the cast in that movie just yeah Ooh, can i say one more thing i really want to see in this yeah, series of course. of course i want to see the emperor mm. i don't want him to be hidden until the end i just want to see the darn emperor i want ian mcdermott and his creepy mat you know creepy mask thing with the hood properly situated on him saying creepy cool dark side of the force stuff I want that. And I'd, I'd eat my own hat if we don't get it. <laughs> I love that. Oh, guess who I'm meeting on Saturday? Ian McDermott. Yes. Are you getting him to sign anything? My vintage collection emperor. My God. I'm tempted to mail you my original emperor and see if you can send. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I'm excited. Um, I, hope he, I hope he's in the series. Um, you know, we... I loved that he came back in the last, you know, full-length film. But um, as far as I'm concerned, they they could bring him back as much as they they wanted to, and I I'd, mm -hmm. I'd love it. So he's such a delight. He's such a delight. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, all right, so we'll go back to the top of our lists here. So Tom, where did you leave off on things you would like to see in Obi Wan? Oh, I think those are the things that I want to see. And then, then it starts getting um, a little bit more into the minutia about, about stuff. Um, so I think probably on to, yeah. I've, I've got certain, it, it moves into the more things I don't want to see, I think, afterwards. All right. Dave, do you have anything else on your list you'd love to see? I do have a couple things uh, left on my list. Um, I guess 
yeah, I, I, the two biggest things I guess that I have left for me personally would be a, a Qui-Gon Force Ghost or Force Voice, some sort of established um, as to why you know uh, Obi Wan is is meditating, why he's he's you know th there's a point, there's a reason, and that's kind of set up at the end of Episode Three, uh, and I just really want to see it. And if they don't, uh, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> if they don't, I'm going to burn a house down. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna no. break all my black series and just <laughs> take throw them at that. the TV. No, um, uh, that would just be I feel like amazing. Everyone, everyone would love that. Um, and then the, the last real thing I think I have on, on obvious things that I want to see, um, like I guess sort of to like what what Tom was saying, more character development and show us a, an unstable, evolving Vader, someone who's not quite. The, the person he was in Rogue One or, or A New Hope and who's moved beyond where he was left in episode three. Just show me him at, as a character, what's going on behind yeah. the mask. No, that's a good point. I did just um, remember one other thing I want to see. I want to see yeah. Yoda. Puppet. Yeah. I want to see Yoda as a puppet. He can, be, he can be a force vision or something like that. You don't have to go visit him on Dagobah. Maybe visit him on Dagobah. I don't know. But I want to see Yoda as a puppet. I'd be good with something we, just like how they did that. in Rebels, like maybe uh, mm -hmm. communing yeah. through the Force somehow and seeing him. Yeah. But I imagine you and McGregor Obi Wan with Puppet Yoda. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. That'd be really cool. Um, I think it's possible, and that that goes to another point that I, you know, I, I'd like to see. You know, Qui Gon. I think everybody wants to see Qui Gon, even if it's just the voice. Um, you know, in Clone Wars, it's kind of established that he didn't finish, you know, mm -hmm. learning how to transition to a ghost. So, you know, he's kind of just a voice, I guess. Um, so even if it's just a voice, I'm cool with that. Um, Yoda, sure. Um, you know, how do you do that? I guess you have to go see him in person because I don't know if he can. I mean, I guess there's instances in, in the animation where he can kind of communicate. I know with Ezra, he was able to somehow like connect with him and Ezra could actually see him and stuff. Um, so maybe there's something like that. Maybe it's in person. Um, Bail or Organa, I think, you know, we're, we're going to see, I feel like. Oh, of um, course. Yeah, that would yeah. be great. I think, I think that he's probably going to play a, you know, just my speculation. I think he'll play a pretty decent role. Um, I think if we're seeing Kid Luke, that we might see Kid Leia as well. Hmm. That's my guess. Um, and then the duel. Um, I, I think, you know, it's going to be interesting. I don't know how they're going to handle it. Um, would it make sense for, for Vader to lose all of his duels against Obi-Wan? Um, not that he lost in A New Hope necessarily, but he didn't really win either. Uh, is this, is this the time that, uh, Vader actually wins a duel and, and somehow like Obi-Wan gets defeated, but at the last second he escapes or, you know, you, you know how these things happen. That'd be the way to do it. <laughs> Yeah, that would be a cool way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. So we'll see. I'm looking forward to all of these things. Um, let's go into some things that we are not necessarily uh, looking forward to or hoping that don't transpire. So I'll go back to the top of the list. Um, Tom? Um, I don't want to see anything about Baby Yoda. I don't want to see flashbacks to a uh, random character rescuing him from the Jedi Temple. Uh, to, to try and explain why he was in the Jedi Temple and we never saw him before. Nothing with Baby Yoda. Um, I don't want to see... I, I'm sorry to say this, folks. I don't want to see Ahsoka Tano. I, I don't want... I'm, but I'll, I'll eat my own hat if we don't see Ahsoka Tano. I bet she shows up. Um, but I'd rather... I'd rather not. Um, I'd rather not this be another you know, escort quest, you know, like the Mandalorian is, oh, he's, he's chasing, he hangs around with the baby Yoda, which is uh, very cute and, and lovely. But then there's the Bad Batch. They hang around with the little, little kid. I don't want Obi-Wan to be hanging around with a little kid the entire time. I know he's protecting Luke, but I don't want to see him running around protecting Luke. I don't want to see him running around protecting baby Leia. I, I just, I want him off doing something that doesn't involve protecting a, directly escorting a kid around. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. Yeah, I think those are my big do not wants. Um, oh yeah, I, I, I don't want to see um, in 
Inquisitor lightsabers spinning around and people helicoptering around on them. But um, <laughs> we might. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, what about Dexter Jester, Tom? You didn't mention Dexter oh, Jester. Oh, God, I'd love to see Dexter Jester. Dexter Jester is amazing. I love him. Yeah, no question. I would love to see Jar Jar. I know we'll, we won't, but oh, I'd love it. Yeah. Yeah, could you yeah. imagine? Oh, my gosh. That would make me so happy, honestly. I'd be so, I'd... so happy to see you, Obi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. And he doesn't get killed off or anything like that, and he doesn't go live a clown's life or whatever thing in one of those... <laughs> <laughs> novel tie-ins was um no nope. yeah. just 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 good old jar jar just you know like he was in the clone wars goofy and fun but not you know too goofy and too fun maybe yeah. with a cane and a back problem or something yeah sure yeah oh misa's 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 back is really killing me now <laughs> Ooh, Usa. yeah i'd love it yeah i think we'd we'd have heard from ahmed best if we were getting that though so i don't think that mm. they'd be able to keep that a secret if they do, if they did manage to keep that a secret, I'll, I'll, I'll be jumping on the couch. It, it would be interesting to see what a CG Jar Jar could look like today. Hmm. Yeah. Motion capture and all that would be interesting. Uh, Dave, what about you? What are a few things you don't want to see in Obi-Wan? Uh, my first thing is I don't really want any tie-ins to video games. Like, I guess Fallen Order is probably the closest one. Um, I don't really have any real reason why. I just don't want the universe expanded even more. I just kind of want to focus on what we're going to focus on. Uh, even though the Inquisitors and everything, you know, have a lot to do with what's going on. Um, and then this, I don't want any, I guess, I, I, don't, I don't want any explanation that to explain like, hey, this happened in the Clone Wars. So I don't want any explanation of, Hey, uh, I'm Obi Wan, and I knew that uh, Anakin and Padme had something going on the whole time, even though you didn't see it in the in the uh, trilogy. But I knew it, y you know. Like it's anything obvious or on the nose like that. I just kind of like the way they did it in the Clone Wars animated series. That oh, it was, was so implied. clear in Revenge of the Sith. He knew. Yeah, I, but I don't both, think both so. him and Yoda. Yoda, like Obi Wan's like I don't know what to find him, and Yoda looks at him and goes. <laughs> You know where you know how to find Anakin. Come on, and he's like okay, and he just goes to Padme. Like he, they're they figured it out. No, I I guess maybe I didn't say it the right way. I don't want any like sort of how they did it in um, Episode Nine, where things like that are like explained out. Like they're just gonna say it and speak it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I, and I think I like the way that they did it in Clone Wars better. And, and yes, what you said is, is true, but I don't want any, like, turn to the camera and be like, hey. Right. I knew. Yeah, yeah, no, totally agree with you there. Let's 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 allow some subtext to remain in, in our Star Wars. I felt like that's how it, things were done in, in Episode Nine. It was kind of just like, hey, general yeah. public, you know. <laughs> and, and, you know, not even, not even just that. I feel like in the sequels, to some extent, there was, it was either they, they told you everything or they told you nothing. And there wasn't much of a middle ground, like the Knights of Ren. Okay, like nothing. All right, how did how did Mos Kanata get the lightsaber? Nothing. Like it was just like <laughs> it was that they tell you nothing or they tell you everything, like the the Wayfinder blade thing, and they they spelled that out completely. Like you know, it's just, um, yeah. I yeah. So I I'd kind of like it to be a little more, you know, leave some like make it subtle, you know, yeah, you know, give us some stuff, but you don't need to like spell it out necessarily and i so there's some stuff that's pretty obvious that you don't need to have spelled spelled out like do you remember in the force awakens when leia finally gets reintroduced and her entire basic first scene is just exposition about why ben solo turned to the dark side like oh, i've waited 20 30 years to see leia back and she's like our son was corrupted by evil snoke and that when he was off with luke and but Luke can't save him, but you can because you are his father. <laughs> I thought she was supposed to be a Jedi. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyway, yes, no, completely you're right. You guys. Completely Star Wars has been here now for a decade under Disney with uh, cartoon, cartoons, animation, the movies, now live action shows. So you're right. Uh, I think the the fans are back. There's no ten year hiatus where we need to get casual people caught back up. You're right. Yeah. In, in what you say, yeah. Casuals can take a hike. 
Get out of my Star Wars, you casuals. I'm closing the gate behind you. Behind me. Behind something. Closing the gate. I'm gatekeeping. I'm gatekeeper guy now. Ah, one of those. Uh, what else, Dave? What other things would you not like to see in Obi-Wan? Uh, I think Tom already uh, touched on this, but I don't want too much of baby Luke Skywalker. I don't want... I really don't even want a scene where with with them that's prolonged. I like what we saw in the trailer, and I hope that's it. Yeah, uh, I, I like uh, I like one of the things you have here in your notes too. Uh, you know why Kenobi will age super fast? Like it doesn't it doesn't need to be like 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 Palpatine, right? He doesn't like he doesn't get blasted with lightning and he just ages into Alec Guinness. Like that'd be weird. Remember what we saw in Return of the Jedi. And we all just assumed the Emperor was really wrinkly because he was just a really, really old guy. Mm-hmm. That was fine. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I. To this day, I still don't know whether or not he was. Uh, he always looked evil like that, or if like the lightning did it. Like I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna ask uh, uh, Ian. On I'll Saturday. only accept it if they do it. You know, I'm, I know I'm ragging on episode nine, but if they have like a post credit at the end of the series, and and someone from afar says, "Why does Obi Wan look so old?" and then they'll say something, dark magic, secrets that only the Kenobi's knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want that either. Yeah, yeah. You want to know why he looks different? Because he's played by a different actor. Yeah. And we weren't ruining it by doing weird technological stuff to make them look the same. That's why. Yeah. Let actors be actors and let them act with their and faces. People, and people are aging at a slower rate than they used to, so... Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> he, he, looks like, he looks like Alec Guinness in one, and he looks like uh, Ellen McGregor in the other. I don't care. I don't want any explanation for that either. No. Yeah, it doesn't... No. It doesn't yeah, no. He's older. It's the desert. It's bad on it. He doesn't get enough sunscreen. I mean, they've made the joke a zillion <laughs> times, but it's like, no, no. Yeah, yeah. There's two exactly. suns. There's yeah. two suns. Twice the sunburn, maybe. Twice the sunburn, double the fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Twice the suns, double the burn. Um, so uh, as far as my <laughs> Um, I agree, Tom. I don't want any helicoptering inquisitors. Um, no flying inquisitors. That they went the whole entirety. Wait, who of wants the to say first... it? They fly now. Oh God. <laughs> uh. Yeah, you know it was that. I mean, because they went the whole entirety of like I don't even remember how many seasons it was. Two, three seasons of rebels without that being a thing like they just had these cool sabers that and then all of a sudden in that excellent you know these are some of the best episodes of rebels all of a sudden they take off and they're like flying it's like what <laughs> it's like why did they think that was a good idea uh, like, yeah, I, I don't know i don't know so <laughs> yeah i i don't want to see that um i i they should erase that it never happened it never happened can, can we all agree that the inquisitor lightsabers are kind of the lamest lightsabers out there yeah, I just, I just, I, the little circle thing they spent. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah I, the way I kind of see them is they kind of took inspiration from Darth Maul and from Grievous. So they're kind of motorized, you know. So they like, so I don't know, but yeah, they are all the same, right? And I've always had issues with the Inquisitors. Honestly, I, I, I don't necessarily. I've never really loved the idea of Inquisitors. I don't think you really need them to add. I don't think they add anything to Star Wars to the story. I think it was fine when it was just the Emperor and Vader. Those are the two Force-sensitive bad guys in the universe. I don't think he, I don't think Inquisitors ever really did anything to enhance that. So, I, I hope agree. With I, you. I I enjoyed them in uh, Fallen Order. I I thought that was you know a little bit better than Rebels. But I hope that Obi Wan series goes to to further lengths to um, maybe help me to to like them and be a little more on board with them. But that remains mm-hmm. to be seen. Yeah, I um, I liked the first Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor. I thought he was relatively fun, um, albeit incredibly one note. But then when the other two showed up, I was really excited about those those ones too, because one of them's uh, you know, Sarah Michelle Gellar. So I was like, oh, it's Darth Buffy. That's exciting. And I just didn't. I found both of those characters to be such dull, uninteresting antagonists that it was like, eh. So seeing one of them show up in this, I, I'm like, I don't. No, no. 
No. Yeah. Um, also, I guess Rupert Grint said that uh, he didn't watch any of Rebels to prepare him for the role, and that some people were very upset about that. But, like, guys, I mean, I, I love uh, Jason Isaacs as much as the next person, but th there wasn't a whole lot there. He's, he's a bad guy. He's like, ah, I'm a snarling bad guy, and I'm going to get you. Jedi, you know, it's like me playing me, right? It's not, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. You, you don't need to have studied that role real deeply to understand what you're doing. Yeah, that, that's true. I mean, I do see the value in, you know, it's, it's an established character, so I do see the value in studying that a little bit. But, you know, it is what it is. It, it's like, you know, it isn't like, He's not like he's, it's not like he's playing like a major character or anything that, so yeah, I mean, as long as it's done well and, you know, it, it kind of fits, I mean, it doesn't need to fit exactly like, I mean, obviously he doesn't look like the, the Grand Inquisitor too much, like from right. the, from the show. Um, so as long as it's well done, it's believable and compelling, I think it'll be, that'll be enough. Uh, I, I saw that article too, though, Tom, and I think one of the things he said is that like his Inquisitor, his version of him is like the guy that kind of guy that likes to hear his own voice. And if you didn't stop him, he would just go on talking forever. And so it was kind of funny. Oh, I mean, that's, that's the same as the other one. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. I mean, that sounds fun to me. I, I hope, I hope the bad guys are fun, right? I hope they're, there's a little bit of like, we can have fun with these bad guys. Um, the other thing I think we've been sorely missing in, in Star Wars for a while now is fun, really enjoyable bad guys. Um, sorry, Pike Syndicate. I know. Those guys weren't threatening at all. No. Just, like it was their numbers. Guys. It was like the battle droids, right? Their strength was in their numbers. Like yeah. But, yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> I, think, on uh, I think that kind of goes with your last one there, Victoria, if you want to your last now yeah um so yeah so inquis uh about the inquisitors turning good you mean mm -hmm. yeah so um i uh i don't want to see like you know anything too predictable i don't want to see something in there just because it's it's convenient and i feel like one thing that is convenient is inquisitors like you know being bad and just suddenly like oh i'm good again or you know being pushed to the edge, kind of like in Fallen Order. I think that was one of the things with the second sister. You know, she's evil throughout the whole game, and at the end, she finally renounces Vader, and then he kills her. Um, so, like, I, I don't want that to be a thing here. Uh, I don't want, you know... I understand that, like, character arcs are important, but I, I think you can do that without Kylo reigning it or Vadering it, or, you know, all of a sudden they decide to, to denounce the dark side and suddenly realize, oh, I'm on the wrong team here. You know, I'm, I was serious about killing everybody. And now I'm not going to do that. That's a little too easy, I think, a little too predictable. And I think like with, you know, Reva, she seems to be like the main, like maybe main villain in the show, or at least the one maybe we see the most. I hope that's not a thing. I mean, obviously she's not in, in Rebels. She's not in Fallen Order. Well, Fallen Order takes place before, I believe, uh, Obi-Wan, two years before. Um, so I, I don't want to see a repeat of like that kind of thing. I want, I want it to be like unique and the Inquisitors have their own, they, you know, I don't think they all need their own arcs. I really don't. Mm -hmm. But I think at least maybe like with Reva, you see something there, but I don't want it to lead back to her, like just becoming good again. Cause that's a little, I think with Star Wars, yeah. a thing we've seen a little too much of. Well, it's definitely yeah. a very Star Warsy thing, isn't it? That's like kind of everyone's got their sort of redemption arc thing. So yeah, I can see why you wouldn't, you know, that, I, I don't think I'd be opposed to seeing that um, because it's such a Star Wars thing. But also I didn't play the uh, the video game. So if, if it's the same thing as the video game, then it's like, yeah, you, you just did that, right? So uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I w it wouldn't bother me, but um, I can see why that would be, yeah, it's a little, a little tropey at this point for Star Wars. Right, yeah, no, for sure. It is a trope. Um. Yeah, I think that sums up our list pretty pretty good, though. So, you know, lots of expectations, things we want to see and things we don't necessarily want to see. So I think these are good lists. I think that, you know, some of these are, are kind of obvious um, and hopefully they happen and hopefully we get to see some of the things we really do want to see as well. If I don't get exactly what I want, I'm going to be really angry and write about it for years. Like I have been with the rise of Skywalker. 
<laughs> I'm a cranky yeah. guy. Yeah. That's what happens. Old time. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason he calls himself that. Because yeah, I'm grumpy. Um, so, very cool. I'm excited for this show. Uh, let's talk about a little bit about Star Wars Celebration. So that is coming up. And, you know, obviously, you know, uh, one of the big things that, you know, we tend to gravitate towards is toys and collectibles. Yes. You know, we all do that. And, you know, that's that's in the DNA of, um, you know, Victoria's Cantina and, you know, this podcast, which, you know, this is the, uh, this podcast is turning six this year, I think. Nice. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yes, let's uh, touch on what we hope to see as far as toys and collectibles go, because... Uh, I think Celebration is historically has been um, a time where Hasbro, whatever company, you know, making Star Wars products has used it as a platform to uh, reveal new things. So I want to talk a little bit about what we think um, could possibly get announced. Hmm. All right. So we've seen the Wandering Jedi. We know that we know three vintage collection figures are coming. And I would bet those are the only three we'll see for at least a year. Right. Obi-Wan, Darth Vader, and uh, Reva. Yep. I'd be surprised if we see any more vintage collection ones um, for quite a Same. while, which is a bit of a bummer. Um, I would love to see, I mean, we've seen Black Series Obi-Wan, and I've pre-ordered that from friend of the channel, Nerd Zoic. Um, nice. And um, I'm certain we'll get a, a, a new Darth Vader, or, you know, a re-release of Darth Vader. Um... We'll get a Reva. Maybe a Grand Inquisitor? I think that was the, the rumor from Yakface that, that the Grand Inquisitor for Black Series was... That would make sense, yeah. I would love to see a, a set of retro figures. Mm -hmm. I'd love... I'm, I'm loving the retro figures thing. I, 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 I finally bought the, bit the bullet and bought the second wave of uh, Mandalorian ones. Um, and while I'm, I only opened a, a couple of Death Troopers to put in my vintage case. Um, the other ones I'm keeping card just because I like, I just love that so much. I think they're knocking it out of the park with those things. Um, so I hope we get some, some retro ones. A, a wave of Obi Wan retro figures would be really fun. Um, but what other characters? I mean, Joel Edgerton, Owen Lars probably isn't the most exciting figure, but man, I'd, I'd buy one in a heartbeat. Yeah, uh, for retro collection, you mean? Uh, Black series, probably. I don't think yeah. I'd buy him for. Uh, oh man, if they if they made him for um, retro collection, if they made him and uh, Aunt Brew retro collection, those go in my vintage cabinet. <laughs> they did make one for uh, in three and three quarter inch in the legacy collection. I think two thousand nine yeah. or so, and. It's a good figure, but yeah, I don't know that that'd be a compelling figure for them to bring back, given how few they actually bring back now. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, I think all the Inquisitors would make sense potentially as as you know sellable figures that would do well. Though yeah. so you can still like, flush that fifth brother one down down the drain. I hate that guy. No he, offense he, to whoever the new actor is playing it. Maybe he'll be fun this time. He could be really engaging this time. Yeah, Fingers you're crossed, right. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, we don't really know a whole lot of, uh, you know, characters I think that are in the yeah. show other than the ones that we, you guys have mentioned. Yeah. We're in this weird time right now where we don't know, we haven't seen anything but the trailer. So let's hope it's good. Um, what do you think, uh, Kenobi, what if he has a ship or something? That'd be something cool. They could really have in a uh, vintage collection. They'll never release uh, it for vintage collection. But, um. What if it's cool, like something Mando has, or I don't know. Obi Wan slave let's... slave two. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and some some woke goblin comes up and says, "You can't name it slave two. And he says, <laughs> "I am Obi Wan, and I cancel culture." And 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 yeah, I don't know. No, all he says know. is "Hello there," and he takes off. Yes, he says "Hello there." That's what we want to see in the show, guys. We want to see him say "Hello there." None of us said it. God. Imagine first, if he doesn't first say First line it. of the show. It's got to be. It's got to be. And down from the twin suns. Hello there. Just yeah. looks into the camera. Hello there. Yeah. A ship yeah. would be really cool, though. It looks like the Inquisitors had a neat-looking ship. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm visualizing it like this. Now you got me thinking. 
uh, Dave. So he's 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 looking there with his binoculars, at Luke, <laughs> and then the sun sunset, and then the camera like comes up and pans up, gets close to him, and he turns around. And he's like, "Hello there." <laughs> you may it's be wondering like... how I got myself into yes, this position. Yes. <laughs> it all started back when. Yeah, that's what comes I up to. I was thinking, yes. He comes up to Vader. They encounter each other for the first time. Hello there. Hello there. Yeah, and they just they just talk in quotes from other movies. Like Vader has to say, "Impressive, most impressive." And uh, uh, Obi Wan says another Obi Wan quote. Now there are two of them. No, that's not Obi Wan. I don't know. He tells, yeah, he's like to the Inquisitor, one of the Inquisitors, "Come here, little one. Don't be afraid." Yeah, huh? Yeah. <laughs> then he kills him. Yeah, then he stabs him in the face. That's what I want to see. I want to see Obi-Wan murdering people. Murdering people with his sword. Murder! <sighs> yeah, I, I I, think you hit the nail on the head, Tom. I think we're going to get reveals for uh, what's been leaked. You know, the Forbidden mm-hmm. Collection. You know, Vader, Obi-Wan, and Reva. And, you know, for Black Series, I think... You know, Yakface is usually right, so let's assume it's Grand Inquisitor. And then uh, we know Obi-Wan's coming for Black Series, and maybe Black Series has another one or two that we are not aware of. I can see that being a thing. They show a couple of figures from, from yeah. Obi-Wan and Black Series that... I'd bet money um, on Reva, and obviously Vader. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. say, I think that's that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah, well, for yeah. the toy's sake, I guess let's hope the show is a hit, because I think that's the, the pattern they're establishing now, probably... All those figures that you mentioned are going to be the three, four, or five that we get. Um, maybe they have another couple stragglers in another wave coming in the next six months or something. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, we didn't haven't really got a lot of announcements from Boba Fett. I guess with the reviews being mixed. Um, yeah. So yeah, if we want more, you know, and they follow the Mandalorian at least for Black Series release, it's got to be a mega hit where you're going to get these, um, you know, characters. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think, you know, they're manufacturers. You know, Lego will have stuff. I think Funko will definitely have a lot of stuff. I think Hot Toys will probably announce uh, Obi-Wan and maybe Vader or or an Inquisitor or something. Um, But, yeah, it'll be exciting to see what what happens. You know, there will definitely be merchandise announced. There will definitely be stuff on on display. And I'm sure that they've got a couple surprises we haven't seen. Um, So, yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting and you know once we get to see all that and we'll talk about it we'll talk about you know whether our expectations are met with uh not just with celebration but with obi-wan kenobi and um it'll be fun to maybe come back here again regroup maybe even like a cocktail hour and um see uh see see what we've seen social hour to see what social we've seen. hour yeah yeah four more days guys four more days it's more coming days. Mm-hmm. it's coming I wish awesome. it, I, I hate to say this, I wish it aired at a specific time, like at night time, rather than like, you know, I was okay with watching Boba Fett and the Mandalorian and whatever, like in like Friday mornings after like, or whatever day it was released, mm-hmm. with like a cup of coffee and I'm just, you know, kind of scrolling through Twitter or whatever. This I want, I want to feel, I want to feel the event of it. Yeah. Um, so fingers crossed. I'll, I'll be The know. popcorn, the, the yeah. soda, dim the lights, you know, yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Turn but I know loud. I'm gonna have to watch it as almost as fat as soon as it comes out. I know I'm gonna have to. Yeah, same here. I'm. Gonna, I told my husband already. Hey, we're gonna watch them like Friday night when I get. You know, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna watch them, and then Saturday we're. I don't want to be spoiled at celebration. I got. We gotta yeah. watch them Friday yeah. night. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's been a tradition in our household for even most of the Marvel shows. Is we wake up on the Wednesday or Friday morning, and I'll watch them six o'clock hour before work. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. Wait, the really? kids are even into the Marvel stuff and especially the Star Wars, and we'll check it out right before we head out of the house. Because I don't want to, I don't want to be on my phone and see. Oh no! Yeah, that's... yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had something spoiled for me on my phone recently. I don't remember what it was, um, but it was something. I was like, ah, oh, nuts! I wish I hadn't known about that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a big deal, but it was something that was like, oh, the cost I remember of what gas. it was. What? It was the cost of gas. <laughs> what? The, the price cost of gasoline. Of... Oh, the co- <laughs> I live in Brooklyn. I don't drive anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Not affected. Yeah, it's bad out where you're at there, Victoria. 
It's like a, almost a hundred bucks. Pushing a hundred bucks to fill up my car—it's insane. Never, never been that much. Uh, but um, dark um, times ahead. The dark <laughs> times before the empire. Um, well, cool guys. This has been fun. Um, yep, nice and quick. Yeah, yeah, nice. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. So, you know, we'll do this again soon, as always. Uh, it's great to be back. Great to be back uh, here on Cantina Chatter Podcast. Uh, you know, doing an episode. And uh, looking forward to everybody listening to our crazy, wacky, uh, sometimes grumpy thoughts. Um, so thanks so much, guys, for, for hanging out. Thanks, Vittorio. It was a blast. For sure. Yeah, thank you. For sure. Um, Tom, where can our listeners go to look you up on the interwebs? Uh, on Twitter, I'm Woozlin Demon, W-O-O-Z-L-I-N-D-E-M-O-N. As weird as it sounds, it's based off of Heffalumps and Woozles. Demon, Woozle and Demon. Don't ask me. I created it like thirty years ago. <laughs> Ooh, I'm on Instagram too with the same the same name. That's picture of me and my wife. Um, I'm dressed as Kylo Ren. She's dressed as General Hux. Uh, but I very rarely post on Instagram. Maybe I'll at start posting more. At least you're consistent. Yep. Consistent and, and not being consistent. All right, I like it. <laughs> um, Dave, where can our listeners, uh, listeners and viewers, go to look you up on the um, interwebs? Jurassic Dave 93 on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. I mean, we've got Kenobi. And then, what, two weeks after that, Jurassic World Dominion. This is why I'm alive right now. <laughs> so come yeah. talk to me about any of those two things, because that's all I want to talk about right now. Yeah. Top Gun. I mean, there's all yeah. kinds of things happening. Yeah. All kinds of things. All right. Well, thanks again, guys. Until next time, may the Force be with you. We'll see you soon. See you later. Live long and prosper. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Cantina Chatter podcast. Huge thanks to my guests on this episode. You can also find me on the Vintage Collection podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Please consider leaving us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow Victoria's Cantina where it all started on YouTube, celebrating nine years this year, where we talk about Star Wars toys, including news, analysis, reviews, and interviews. There's also the weekly live stream Cantina Social Hour every Friday night. You can follow me on Twitter at VixCantina, on Instagram at Victoria's Cantina, and on Facebook and TikTok. Extra special thanks to our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for helping us to do what we do. Collect them all. And no matter where you're tuning in from out in the galaxy, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to the Cantina Chatter Podcast.